all I heard was someone yell, the bus is here. And oh, my heart sank. I just got chills. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Colombian influence. We are super excited to be starting up another episode. Uh, we wanted to start off by saying thank you for all the positive comments and feedback on our pilot. And we actually already got a really amazing comment on Instagram saying they found us. Thank you, hashtags. And uh, we were relating, and they were relating a lot to what we said. So we were saying how it felt our goals have already kind of, you know, been met to a certain extent. So we're super excited about that. As promised, we are going to go into the story of how I met my birth mom. But before Risa kind of goes into all the questions on interviewing me, I wanted to ask you a question, Risa. Just kind of your views about finding your birth family, just because I know you haven't done so yet. So mm -hmm. before I answer all of my questions and show you my journey, I just want to know kind of your, your thoughts on it. Well, for me personally, uh, I have not tried finding my birth family, uh, birth mom or, you know, otherwise. Uh, at this point, I'm unsure if I actually want to. Mm -hmm. I know the financial aspect would be difficult uh, in general and plainly put, <laughs> I don't know if I could justify spending money on something that could be emotionally damaging. Mm -hmm. So, um, I've had my curiosities but I'm not sure that I'm in a necessarily a really good place to be doing that at the moment. I'm not like against the idea, it for, especially for general people to do it. I just think it is a big thing to have to prepare for. Oh, for so. sure. Yeah, and when I answer these questions, like I don't want to scare you away from it either. It's just kind of it is a lot, so mm -hmm. you do have to be fully in there and committed to it to make it worth it. For sure, absolutely. Uh, well, I guess we'll just kind of dive right in. Uh, mostly this episode is just going to be me interviewing Erica about her finding <clears throat> her birth mom and just kind of talking through the whole process and all that. Uh, so I guess to start off, when was it that you decided you wanted to find your birth mom? I was super young. I think ever since I've known I was adopted, which was at the age of... Basically forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I knew I wanted to find my birth mom. I just didn't know how I would do so. I thought it was going to be a lot harder to do that. Uh, but the nice part was my parents were always so open to this idea, which made me feel like it was the right thing to do. And so I knew the basics on my birth mom. I knew her name. I knew kind of where she was from. But that was, you know, 25, well, at that point, 18 years ago. Mm -hmm. So a lot can change. You know, people can move. But I always would look her name up on Facebook, hoping I'd find her. And at one point, I thought I found her. And I was going to message this lady, but I'm so glad <laughs> I didn't because it was totally not my birth mom. <laughs> she would have been freaked out, like, oh my gosh, like, who are you? But it ended up not being her, so I'm glad I didn't do, do that. <laughs> well, and I don't know about you. I would always, when I was a kid, I would sometimes just walk past women and wonder like are you my mom mm -hmm. and it would be in places where it made absolutely no sense whatsoever like it would be sitting at church in my hometown in Northfield like that makes absolutely no sense 
But at the same time now, I'm like, well, that's almost as coincidental as two people meeting at work and being from the same orphanage in Bogota. Right. So it's not impossible, but it was, you know, there was always kind of that sense of, is that you? So, you know, I'm sure on, if you're looking on Facebook and you have no idea what they look like, that could be. Anyone <laughs> could be. Seriously. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and you said it was about 18 years before. So how old were you when you like started the process then? So I was 18 years old. Uh, my birthday was in May, and we kind of started this process in November. I had a closed adoption, and for the file to be opened, I had to be 18 years old. So I had to wait till that age. I think I wanted to start the search more around age 16, but I knew I couldn't yet, so I think that just made me more anxious to start it as soon as I turned 18. So even if, like, I wonder what that is behind because I feel like I would have thought if your like adoptive parents mm-hmm. did it kind of as your guardian like your parent guardian or whatever that they would let you doesn't matter no you had to be 18 huh that's interesting to me I always kind of wonder like what that even you know if they just don't want kids to just you know, have, like, a situation where they were, like, between two families or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the background on that, but that was their rules, and they were strict on that. Even us going there, I know it was hard to look in your file. It wasn't very... Interesting. wasn't very easy. Hmm. Uh, well, and then as far as the actual process, what was that all like from, like, start to finish? So, thankfully, my process was actually very simple. Uh, My parents were super helpful and supportive throughout the whole thing. So, until recently, I honestly didn't know kind of the background on it. Um, They were able to kind of get in contact with this couple from Colombia who did this job for a living. They helped people in the States connect with their families in Colombia. So, to start the search, we had to pay them $1,000. And we gave her the basic information, wrote them a letter just saying, we want to get my original birth certificate. We want to just get in contact with her if she's willing to do so. And so they started the search. So that was around, I would say, November 9th. And then, or just early November, I think it was the 9th. And then if we were able to find her, if they were, they would... um, try to get in contact with her and we'd have to pay another thousand so 12 days later we got an email back from them saying that they found her because she recently had voted so her number was in the system they were able to find her address and phone number and so we found her 12 days later I got a picture from her well from them of her and it was like That's so crazy. Crazy. I thought it would take a couple months at least, but it was just the the next day almost. That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I would think it would at least be a month. Mm Mm-hmm. But, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I went super fast. And at that point, I was like, wow, I don't even have to imagine what she looks like anymore. I have pictures. I have some basic answers. We got a letter from her just kind of stating who she was, you know, kind of just a basic background mm-hmm. on her and that she was excited to meet us if we ever came to Columbia. Wow. Well, and what was your reactions and feelings at that time when you, you know, started this off and then the yeah. 12 days pass and you get a picture? Like, what was your reaction? I think at first it was like, oh my gosh, everything's coming together like perfectly. It was a dream come true. Mm-hmm. 
but then, you know, the, the deeper you get into it, um, I had kind of that first shock of excitement, but I didn't want to express it much because a part of me felt terrible because my parents are sitting right next to me, also genuinely super mm-hmm. excited for me. You know, they've always wanted this, but I almost felt, kind of felt selfish because they've given me everything my entire life and done everything for me, but yet... I still needed more. I was still missing this piece of me. So that was kind of... Right. Which that's a a really big problem. I think that adoptees experience Mm -hmm. is just general guilt of, you know, things like that. But, you know, obviously I know your parents were super, super supportive, which was really, really great. Yeah. Uh, And I think you had mentioned something about like friends, either that you had met through this or something like that, that also were finding people... Yeah, so I had a couple of friends doing the process at the same time as me and people who have done it like probably a couple of months or a year before me. And the thing is, they didn't have as good of results. Um, I know my friends, they were able to locate their birth moms, but they now have families. So they didn't want any contact mm-hmm. because it, it could break up their right. family that they've had for a long time. And sometimes with the males in the families, it could get abusive if you found out. For sure. Or, you know, it just, they didn't want to risk their life, even though it's like, part of them probably was like, wow, I should reach out. But they never did. And they mm-hmm. tried a couple of times. And other people I know, their birth mom had passed away a few months before they even tried to search. And like so, just a few months? Yeah. Oh, gosh. So it was just like, there's so many different stories and ways this could have played out but I got really really lucky but part of me kind of hid my excitement a little bit more because I kept thinking to myself like how did my story end up so perfectly but others who were lost and simply just wanting answers didn't even get them I don't know it kind of broke my heart at that point but at the same time I did cherish the fact that I was able to get answers and had this opportunity and I know that all of my friends who were going through that just wanted the best for me too because if it was vice versa it would be the kind of the same feeling true true for sure uh as far as the whole you said that there was people in Colombia that do this kind of for a living mm-hmm. um what was the program itself like as far as the I don't know the travel and you know just kind of putting everything together uh what was that like so we went with a group called the Ties Program, and they actually um, aren't a part of the people who found my birth mom. They are a oh. separate company. And so they are a company that just puts together these programs for a couple of days for people who are adopted so their families are able to kind of reconnect with their roots. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it's it's really nice because, you know, if you haven't gone back or, like, with us, we don't know much Spanish. It just, mm-hmm. they know how to keep you safe, where to go, transportation. I mean, it's all taken care of for you. For sure. And so they changed the place they go each year and so we waited until Columbia was announced oh I see and so it was cool because we were going with families who were adopted at the exact same time as me so it was kind of like a reunion for all of us to get back together to go back to where it was from I mean our parents and us have kind of stayed connected throughout the years but this was just a really cool trip to go to together um how long was the trip itself it was 12 days and It went so fast. So, like, the first couple of days, you know, we just kind of toured Colombia, did um, the farmer's market, 
went to the main square where a lot of people go on Sundays to, you know, either just hang out, play music. Uh, we went to a salt mine. And we also went outside of the country, kind of into like a more countryside area that had, you know, just basic electricity, you know, it's more mm-hmm. what it would be like if you lived there yeah. outside of the city. That's cool. And so it's a really cool experience. And then on the third day was the day I was going to meet my birth mom. So that was intense. I remember the night before just feeling so nervous. I really didn't eat much. I just was, you know, going through all types of feelings and emotions. Um, I ended up calling my boyfriend that night because he was kind of the only person I could feel comfortable with talking and expressing like my excitement and my nervousness and my, I mean, anger. I don't know, like all those different types of emotions that I had. But it was funny because I know my parents were right next to me watching TV in the hotel room and I do not cry in front of them. Mm-hmm. Or hardly anyone, unless I'm, like, sick and really just feel awful. Feeling pitiful. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just lose it. So, yeah. on that conversation, all I wanted to do was just break down and just tell them all about it. But instead, I kind of turned the conversation more towards, oh, how's your day? Because I just yeah. wanted to hide that. I hit it so, so well. I mean, no one knew really what I was going through, but... Well, I think that's kind of hard in those moments when you're, it's almost like also to protect yourself so that you don't let the nerves break you down. Exactly. You know, it's kind of what you have to do. And I mean, there is so much, but personally, I think for me, if that were to happen, I could see myself feeling like breaking down would be me chickening out. Yeah. Or like that, it could bring you to that place. Yeah. Which if you've gone this far, I mean... I'm sure that happens to people sometimes. Oh, for sure. Or to, like, the birth moms that are, you know, I can totally see that happening. You know, it's a really emotional, um, you know, kind of thing. And Uh, I think also it was kind of like that point of where both of these, my my birth mom and my family are going to meet. I didn't want anyone to feel left out or feel like I didn't love one of them more than the other. And it was just... I didn't know how to make it Which is also kind of weird because it's like, that is kind of, it's an irrational thing, Mm -hmm. but it still is such a fear. It's like, it's irrational in the way that obviously that's not going to happen. Right. You know, it's like, obviously your parents here know. Yeah. You know, and everyone knows it. It's like, there doesn't have to be a choice on your end whatsoever, but it's still going to be a fear because, you know, like we said, the guilt and stuff. That that was huge. And, mm-hmm. of course, I, I hid that, too, because it's like, well, maybe I'm the only one kind of feeling that. If I bring it out there, then it's going to just even be more awkward. So I just yeah. I just kind of kept all of those to myself. Um, so that was kind of the night before where it was just everything was kind of becoming super real. Did you sleep much that night? You know, I think I tossed and turned most of the night, but then by, like, 2 a.m., I just knocked out because I was so... Anxiety just yeah. brings you to exhaustion. Yeah, I yeah. think I probably cried in my pillow quietly and just, Aww. just yeah, knocked out and just was ready to have crazy. the next. Day I feel like happen. I would need like twelve hours of solitude, mm-hmm. like just to function. Yeah, you don't want to be alone though, because oh, then that's where that's you true. start freaking out and all of the emotions really hit you deep. It's like yeah. you wanted. Luckily, well, I was. Well, I guess busy they do. The kind of, time. I was gonna say they probably. I mean, they have a lot of activities and stuff. Like you said, they go up to do some of the touring and stuff ahead of time. 
they they probably figure out how many days is mm-hmm. good to like get just established there yeah. and everything and have a couple distractions and then do the you know the family kind of situation exactly but, so then the morning of what was what was that day like so I got ready. I had my outfit picked the night before. I was just super excited. My hair was looking so good that day. <laughs> <laughs> so I just That's so I, I was yeah, I was feeling good that day. Um, we had a bus drive to the orphanage. Uh, the orphanage used to be in the city, but now it ended up moving into the mountains. So I just remember. Being on that bus ride, just looking out the windows, thinking that my life is going to change forever in just a couple of moments. Like, literally, it's going to change for the rest of my life. Good, bad, I don't know. It was just like, it was, I can't even really explain it. And I really haven't even put down, like, all of my thoughts or kind of how it all went on paper just because there are no words for it. Mm -hmm. But at that point... I just had so many feelings going through my body. I didn't really know how to react. I was almost numb. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we got there. It was a beautiful sunny day. And the nice part was we got a tour of the orphanage, see kind of where the cribs were for the newborns. Um, We got to play with all the kids that were there, which was kind of sad because there were a lot of kids wanting to be adopted, but they were all older. Mm. There was maybe two newborns but probably 10 10 15 kids over five oh my gosh there was a lot and at that point they were kind of going through different things where only people from columbia could adopt it wasn't really out of states anymore from the states really yeah and i think that's changed again i wonder why but i don't know i think they were just trying to have families just kind of stay in the same area i don't know but they were talking about that, but a lot of people didn't want all their kids. Well, yeah. And that's, and that's, that's really common, mm-hmm. but it was sad to see. But I think having us go there was a nice change for them. And we just played outside with them for a while. And then when I was upstairs, all I heard was someone yell, the bus is here. And oh, my heart sank. I just got chills. Yeah. <laughs> like I froze at that moment I didn't know what to do at all so I just kind of was full of excitement but my stomach filled with like thousands of butterflies (laughs) like this was a feeling I didn't even know how to kind of react to I felt like I could pass out I could get sick I could cry I could laugh I mean I laughed all at one time yeah it was just like I didn't know how to feel so I ended up just walking downstairs And I was about to go out these double brown doors that led to the front of the orphanage. And I just had to stop because I was, again, just all those emotions. I was just like, oh, crap, this is actually happening. Oh, my gosh. And so I had my friend there and she walked out with me. And in in that exact moment, I looked over to the bus where all the families were coming off of. And my mom happened to like my birth mom happened to walk off of the bus right at that exact moment. Oh, my gosh. And I was like. That's her. Oh, my God. So I just, like, eyes got big and just stared across the way. Did she see you right away, too? No. Okay. No, because it was just, like, everybody was gathered right in front of the door, all these families. But, like, I spotted her at that exact moment as soon as I walked out those doors. So at that point, I went back inside because I freaked out. (laughs) (laughs) And it was quick because I just... 
you know, I was just like, okay, I have to go back out because, you know, everyone's going to be looking for me. But at the same time, I was like, I need to get my stuff together. I need to just take a deep breath, go back out and just, you know, let it happen. I didn't, I couldn't control it anymore. So that's crazy. I went back outside and it was just at that moment, as I said before, you know, I don't cry in front of people. So I was trying to hold it back, but as soon as like we saw each other, I couldn't. I just yeah. lost it. I have never cried that hard in a long time. Like it was moving. It was so cool. So we ended up just hugging each other at that moment for a long time and just looking at each other kind of like in an awe, like, oh my gosh, you're real. Mm-hmm. Like no words were exchanged at all. Not because we didn't know how to speak each other's languages, just because we didn't know what to say. What you say? Yeah, it was and just that, like yeah. speechless. But just we both just had tears running down our face the entire time. Uh, it was just, it was crazy. But after we kind of met and exchanged gifts, I, I didn't remember where my parents were at this point. Like I just, I kind of blacked out. I think. Mm-hmm. Once my friend was taking pictures of all all of the people meeting up, so we'd have this for our, our you know, our memories and our records and our mm-hmm. scrapbooks, but they were actually behind me the entire time, also crying because of this oh, touching moment. But it was just like, I nothing around me like felt real. Like it was just like us hugging at that point was just it like froze time. It was yeah. just crazy. So we exchanged gifts, you know, I got her this little heart thing that had a big heart, a little heart, and then a small heart, so it was kind of like the families families, together, yeah, and just a scrapbook of me, like, throughout my life, like, oh, this is when I played soccer, this was my baptism, this was, you know, just big milestones in my life that she missed out on, that, you know, that she could at least have and see mm-hmm. kind of who I was or our house. Like, little things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, kind of the next part, again, I kind of blacked out. Luckily, I had all of my questions written down because I had no words at this point. But her and I went with our translator and... The translator just went through my questions, asking my birth mom as she would answer. It was kind of just this, again, we just stare at each other and just smile because that's all we could do. We just, the questions that were getting answered were great, but like that wasn't even the point at this point. It was just like, again, like, can I touch you again? Like, you're actually here. You're real. It was, it was odd, but like a good odd. Mm -hmm. And once we kind of got the translation across and the questions answered, we spent time with both of our families. Um, So I have a younger brother also that is my birth mom's kid, and she still has him in his life because she was, you know, older at that point, kind of knew that she could, you know, keep him without... How many years younger was he? He was 16 at the time, so he's not much younger. Yeah. Interesting. He's about three years younger than me. Okay. And so at first it was kind of like, wow, you know, why is she, why is he still with her? Why, you know? And in the letter she wrote me, it kind of explained why, but... Well, and if you think about it now, if you think about three years for you, mm-hmm. where you were three years ago, mm-hmm. could you have handled that? Like, that's... <laughs> if you heard that, that was Snickers. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, there's like... there. 
Because three years lot, does make a difference, it's though. It's huge, yeah. especially when there's a human being involved. <clears throat> yeah. Or I a mean, human life that isn't your own. Exactly. And she was 19, and my uh, birth dad was, like, almost 40 with his own family, a bus oh, driver. It was just, they met up one time, and he didn't want anything to do with her. He mm-hmm. gave, actually, her money to have an abortion, but she took that money to go to the orphanage and, you know... Because she, she, yeah, she knew she wanted a better life for me. but So that was kind of interesting, but it, he was just excited to have an older sister as I was as a younger brother, no matter yeah. kind of how the circumstances played out. So the, all of us were in a conference room, and another translator kind of read the letter from my birth mom to me. Again, I don't remember anything that she said at that point. I was just looking around the room, like sitting next to my birth mom, kind of crying again. These tears were endless that day. And looking at my parents like, oh my gosh, like. Well, it's like like two worlds. Yeah. That's the thing is like, it's not separate. They are right there. Like it's all put together. So I just, I felt again, kind of like odd, a little awkward just because it's like, I want to express my emotions on both sides. Like, thank you so much, but also, like, thank you so much because mm-hmm. you made this possible. Yeah. It was interesting. So we did that, and I had to get myself together, and we took family pictures and did all of, you know, the separate pictures, the hugs, the cries. We just had a couple of hours up there. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up having lunch together as a big group, so all the families together. And then we split ways. It was quick. We ended up having the evening to ourselves, and we just kind of said our goodbyes at that point. Wow. So you said you met your younger brother. He was about 16. Mm -hmm. So he, of course, didn't have the same biological father that you did, right? Right. Okay. He had a different dad, and I ended up meeting them one more time just to say goodbyes for good. I mean, because this technically might might have been my last time seeing them ever. I mean, right. I, I hope to go back one day, but you just never know. Mm-hmm. So we said our goodbyes, but I ended up meeting um, my brother's dad because, you know, he's still part of their life and he's, he's a good guy and he was super nice and he found out about me as well and He's still in their life, but they're not together anymore. But it was just another person I was able to meet. Other than that, my birth mom didn't have any other family. So that was it. I just met the three of them. and Well, uh, and you said with the, the letters and everything that you guys read to each other, like what kind of stuff did that, did like what kind of information did you provide in that? Was that more so like expressing you or asking more questions or is it more so just like a meaningful just get to know you letter or what yeah. was so the letter originally my parents wrote up actually I just read it but they were just like you know we just want to thank you first of all for giving us our daughter you mm-hmm. know and just doing this out of love and we plan to go to Columbia we hope that we can meet you just like mm, okay you know she's 18, she's a good person, loves to hang out with friends, just kind of basic information about me, but nothing too deep. And then we just got one back from her saying, she's a hairdresser, she just lives with my brother. He just found out about me that day. So 16 years old, he had no idea, and then found out the moment she found out that I wanted to meet her. 
So, yeah, that was kind of it. The letter that I got from her at the time of the meetup was more in depth on why she mm-hmm. did it, you know. Um, in the letter, there was a line that would always stick with me. It said, since the day I was born and until today, I have always been and will always continue to be in her heart. And it's just like, she never forgot me after all these years. You know, it's kind of like, your life moves on. I mean, you don't but really don't forget, that- but it's like, some people just try to forget. That's true. And she didn't. She was just so happy and so proud that, you know, she a good family adopted yeah. me. Well, and how did it seem that your brother, I mean, he's, like you said, he seemed to be excited to have a sister, mm-hmm. but like... How do you, did you hear about much about his like initial reaction when he found no. out? No, because that'd be really interesting. I mean, that that's would. a big element of your. That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be a really interesting element of your parents' you know life that you might mm-hmm. not know, and you know, there's more of that out there than people realize. Yeah, you know, so that'd be interesting to know. I guess as far as all of it goes in kind of a whole sense. Are you glad that you did it? And if, you know, would you do anything differently if you had to start over? I am super glad I did it. I think if I didn't do it, I would still be full of all those questions and just not at peace. Mm-hmm. Um, I would totally do it again in a heartbeat. I would, I plan to go back. I want to go back, but I think it's just such a moving experience that my life needed. It helped me grow and it helped me like just feel more complete. I just felt stronger in the person I am. I just was able to continue to move on with life. It wasn't like something was holding me back secretly. Like it was just something internal that I had to just move on with. And doing this kind of made me be able to go past that. Hmm. Um, I think the only part I would do, there's two parts I would do differently. First, I would want to be more fluent in Spanish. I think that's huge. I'd want to be able to communicate with my birth mom without someone else there, just Mm -hmm. having that true connection in between us. I think for the first time it helped really good because, again, we were both pretty speechless at this point. So having someone there going back and forth with us was helpful. But I think I'd wish I would know more Spanish to just hear it from her, like, in her own kind of way of saying, Mm -hmm. this is why... This is why I chose to do this. This is why, you know, I am who I am. So I think that was a big thing. And also, the second part I would just do differently was the amount of time we spent together. I think we kind of touched on this with the program. I think they base it on just knowing how it's going to affect you. Like, two days and then meeting up with your birth mom. And then not having it be a long meetup. Just because it is, like... Overwhelming. It is. It's Mm -hmm. so much. And so... I go back and forth. I want more time with her because it's like after 18 years, I only had, what, maybe three, four hours with you? And was it all in one day? Two days. Oh, okay. She was... Back to back? No. So the first day was on the third day and then she came back to the hotel just for like another hour just to say kind of our goodbyes. And that was probably the 10th day. So I still have two more days. But yeah, I think that would be something I would change... I wouldn't necessarily say the full 12 days, but maybe just allowing her to be on some of the different things we went on, like going to the Salt Museum together, mm-hmm. the Salt Cathedral, just things that felt more like a, a family. That, you know, it's not just more sure. meet up, kind of strict. It's just kind of 
a different way to get to know each other. But again, I, it, was, it was amazing. And I couldn't have had an experience as smoothly as it went and just how everything went. It was just amazing. It's just, I can't even, again, express how it made me feel or how it still makes me feel. It's so life-changing. Well, and you said that you do want to go back to Columbia. Um, mm-hmm. So you want to go back eventually? And do you guys keep in contact in the meantime at all? Yeah, so of course I want to go back. I think um, the biggest thing is going to be just financially. Actually, Risa and I just found out that this Colombian Ties program is going back to Columbia in 2020. And I thought it would kind of be a perfect time for Risa to explore this option. And I could go back and then see my birth mom again. But I think in reality, we're not ready for that. 2020 is so close. I know. (laughs) There's just a lot of documents we'd have to get. There's a lot of... I mean, emotional stability, you would have to kind of... Prepare for. Yeah. I mean, it. I mean, it's crazy, all the things that you would have to do. So by next year, it's not realistic, but it kind of was funny that that popped up on my... I know, that's crazy. ...timeline on Facebook that they are ending up going there again this year. Um, but I think one day I'll see her again, I hope. I think it would be cool to have her at my wedding. Oh, for sure. So maybe that would be the next time, but maybe that would be too much. Like, it's already a big day. Oh, gosh. And to have her come. (laughs) So I don't know. I just thought that would be cool. I mean, I definitely wouldn't have her walk me down the aisle or anything like that. I'd still have my dad do that. But I think just having her in the presence, having Mm -hmm. her meet, you know, the person I love. I just think, like, those little portions that I think need to kind of... Piece together. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But um, we still talk. I you know, originally talked to them all the time on Facebook, on WhatsApp. I saw, you know, videos of where they live, kind of just going back and forth with pictures. And that constant talking didn't last long, but I still talk to them from time to time, which is perfect for me. I think I still like to know that they're in my life and that, you know, we have that connection, but it's just not too much. And that she just kind of has that perfect balance where she knows I still have my family and she just kind of respects that. She's just mm-hmm. happy that I'm safe and happy and healthy. And so we just have that good understanding that it's not going to be too much. Well, I think it's probably nice for you to know she's just, she's there. Yeah. She, and it's not a mystery. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are days where it's just like, oh my gosh, I just want to talk to you all the time. But mm-hmm. again, with that, she only had, you know, education to like third grade. So she That's doesn't right. you told me that. read yeah. or write very well. Yeah. I mean, my brother and his girlfriend in Colombia now that she's kind of working her way up to be an English teacher so she's learning English so she's helping them a lot but even so the communication is just really tough it's like what do you do that's like a main thing he asked me it's like um I work I mean it's just there's not much more that we can say to each other without it just being the basics right so I can't imagine that a I mean with a language barrier that would definitely be mm-hmm. how do you how do you get deep with someone about stuff if there's a language Mm -hmm. barrier. I mean, that's, there can be so much misunderstanding in that. So I can imagine that being kind of difficult. Uh, But as far as with the whole process, like you said, you are glad you did it. Mm -hmm. There would have been kind of minimal things that you would have done differently. Less so on the emotional side. It sounds like more on the technical side. How do you think that that's affected you now? I think it has truly just affected me positively. Again, I think that's really personal to who you are because I'm the type of person who needs to have 
all my questions answered. I'm a planner. I have to have, you know, all of it, you know, just all set and done for me. So I think just reading on the documents at this point in my life, it's even more touching that it was just love from both sides that, you know, family couldn't have a baby and they wanted me and they loved me and they Mm -hmm. gave me everything. And yet my birth mom who couldn't afford me, couldn't, you know, give me the life she wanted. She did it out of love and she just, it was just so, so touching on both sides. I just want to continue to thank my parents because the more and more they have given me is just more of a life that I could have never had, I think. And it's just, for sure, it's mind blowing on all they've done for me. And I don't think right away, but shortly after the kind of this experience, it has brought in my parents and I closer. Mm-hmm. So it, sure. it's been such a good experience and I would definitely recommend it. So I guess uh, we had, I had kind of thought of this before, but you definitely want to go back to Columbia. Are you, um, would you want to do much more of Bogota or are there other places in the country that you would want to visit? I, of course, would want to go back to Bogota because that's closer to where my birth mom is. So then we could meet up. But I'd also want to explore all the different areas. Like, there's pretty beaches and just different areas that I didn't experience at all. So I think there's a lot of places I'd want to see when we go on our trip together. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's awesome. Uh, Yeah, that would be really cool. I mean, I've never never explored any of South America, period. Mm -hmm. So it's like, which is so funny. Because it's, yeah. we say like, yeah, I'm Colombian, but it's like, I mean, I was born there. Would you ever just want to go back just to experience it and not maybe meet your birth Oh, mom? for sure. For yeah. sure. I mean, honestly, like, because travel is, for many reasons, not a foreign concept to me, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, we work in travel. This isn't necessarily the kind of thing that we know too much about, but we do have kind of the ins and outs of travel in general, but also I've done a lot of travel on my own. Mm-hmm. Especially two places where there is a foreign language. And I've been to more places that are actually more complicated. Like going over and being somewhere that it's a Latin-based language, I'd be much more comfortable with because you can interpret a lot more that way. Um, But I've done things more complicated than that. So as far as like the travel goes, like there's sunshine. What's not to like, I don't know, that's so my type of trip, you know, is going somewhere that's a little bit more exotic and a little bit, you know, much different culture and everything. But, like, I love, you know, that kind of, like, food and everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I don't know what parts I wouldn't like. <laughs> Do you think if you went, you would feel bad if you didn't search for your birth mom and just came back home? I don't know. I guess I haven't ever thought of that. Like, when you were talking just now about mm-hmm. when you met and hugged her, I'm like... I just can't even visualize that. Mm-hmm. There's just no part of me that makes this obvious like choice in my head as yeah. we're talking about it. It's not, oh my God, like I need to do this. You know, it's like I, but it also makes you wonder if certain points of my life of wondering like, who am I and blah, 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 blah. Like the piece that, you know, we always say is something that's kind of missing or mm-hmm. kind of unsolved I always just am concerned that that's not going to do it. Like that, I think, I think it's just like there is also like with your friends who either, did you have people that their birth parents didn't want to meet them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I mean. That's a scary factor. That's a scary factor. Honestly, though, part of me is uh, if, what if that were to happen and I were to be like, okay, 
case closed. Mm -hmm. Like, that might actually be easier. I don't know. Like, I think it just depends on, like, how and when things go down. But, I mean, I could see maybe possibly being more comfortable going there, like, first and seeing how I feel. That That might be a good first step. Yeah, because I I don't really have any huge draw to, like, do the search right now, but it's, I don't know. There is still kind of that element of, like, wanting to know more about yourself Mm -hmm. and just kind of knowing where you're from. So, do you, I mean, I guess as far as everything goes, like, for most people, like, as far as a general sense, do you think it's just beneficial to jump into it or do did you know any people that regretted doing it nobody regretted it that I knew I think Uh again it was just a different type of emotion or different type of result yeah that they kind of had to wrap their mind around regardless if it's a smooth process like mine or if it's complete opposite you have Mm -hmm. some type of recovery and yeah yeah, you have to get through it and then exactly and so you have some type of life-changing experience that can be good or bad and it's I guess just that's true either way I guess in any sense there would be some type of closure you'd have some type of answers that more you than never you have mm-hmm. that's that's a good point but I also think um I needed the answers and I couldn't have you know kept thinking what ifs my whole life so for me mm-hmm. it was a must but it could be more painful uncovering the unknown too you just never know but I think the biggest advice I would give is just to be 100% in or do not go through with it yet mm-hmm. because the amount of emotions you'll experience all at once will hit you like a brick. Yeah. And you have to be <laughs> you have to be super strong to do it. You have yeah. to be fully invested to go through with it. And so if you even have a glimpse of unsure, yeah, I wouldn't go for it yet. Yeah. Well, and you said that you had gone you had been in therapy at the time? Yes. Did they did you, were you in therapy because you were going to do this or were you happened to be and then you were just like, okay, this is what I want to be doing. And then she kind of walked you through it. Yeah. So I, I was in therapy already for, since I was probably, I think I got into it when I was like 16. So like three so years. Like when you were like, really yes. like, I want to start this. Yep. So okay. she was in it just, she was just, she helped me write all my questions that I wanted because I was just like, this is going to be crazy. And she helped me through the different aspects of the emotions I'll probably go through the sadness the excitement the anxiety I mean the list is endless on everything I felt but it was helpful to have someone talk to so I think even if you don't go to a therapist like just having someone who experienced it talk to you Mm -hmm. kind of write down your questions write the pros and cons of going through this experience Mm -hmm. doing research it's it'll be beneficial but again you have to be fully invested into it to make it worth it. Well, Erica, with uh, with all of your experience in this, first of all, thank you for sharing everything, mm-hmm. especially with you know the rest of our listeners. And I know you had said that you don't necessarily, or you didn't necessarily always talk about this to a certain extent with either friends, family, or whatever. But um, so you guys got a real treat today. <laughs> Uh, so I think this is going to be really beneficial for other people to know and because there are a lot of people who haven't, you know, done that and it is part of the journey. Yeah. And people who have, like, please, again, feel free to reach out and tell me your journey. I think... I would love to hear more people's stories about that. I would too. It's all, again, so completely different and um, we're just here every step of the way for you guys, no matter what 
portion of the journey you're on. If it's all brand new, if it's experience that you want to kind of go more in detail with, whatever the case may be, we are your listening ears (laughs) and we're excited to continue to just grow as a, a group here. So always feel free to reach out. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, And again, reach out with any questions or any other topics you would like to cover. Uh, On the next episode, we will be going through our 23andMe results. So we'll be diving into that. Uh, If you guys have any other, um, if anybody else has done any of those DNA tests that have anything interesting that they found, again, feel free to reach out. Until next time. Later. See ya.